This episode of Postpartum Stories with Steph was recorded on the stolen land of the Wadurong people. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. This land always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey dudes, I'm back. I have decided off the cuff to start recording little postpartum snippets of my own experience. Uh, So I plan to be here once a week, um, breaking things down week by week. I thought, look, even if no one wants to listen to this or no one's interested, it'd be nice to have my experience recorded as something I can listen back to or something I can show my little boys. So enjoy the first episode of Postpartum Diaries. It's week nine and I'm sick. My first sickness with a newborn and a four-year-old. Everyone's sick though, um, apart from Teddy. Although he's got a little bit of a, a little bit of a snuffle, but I don't know if that's just him or whether he's for real sick. Um, this week, every week just feels like a blur. It's just. It's so hard to remember what happened yesterday or what happened this morning. And I don't know if anyone else feels like that in postpartum, but that is definitely how I feel a lot of the time. Um, We're in a leap at the moment, um, which I haven't really noticed has changed Teddy's demeanour that much. Um... I call him my Velcro baby because he just wants to be held and cuddled most of the time. He doesn't really stay. Like if I put him on the floor, like on his little mat thing after he's had a feed, he'll kick around there happily for maybe five minutes, but then he's ready to have a cuddle. So, um, yeah, with the leap, they, you know, they say they can be more clingy and all of that, but I don't think it's really impacted us too much because he already is so clingy I hate that word he's not clingy he's a baby and he just wants loving touch and to be near us and that's okay can be frustrating at times but I am I've been putting him in my baby wrap my stretchy wrap um, carrier and that's been so good he sleeps in there it it's easier to get him to fall asleep in there um, and it means that I can kind of, you know, do things with my hands if I need to, make coffee, food. I can just lie down on the couch with him and Sonny in the wrap. Um, he's very happy in there so um, I just need to make sure that I'm not, I guess, wearing him incorrectly because... For one, it's not good for my back or my body, but two, it's not good for him either. So if you are, you know, baby wearing or looking into baby wearing and you haven't done it before, just make sure that, um, especially with the wraps that you tie, that your baby is positioned correctly. And if you don't know what that looks like, um, you can ask me or probably Google will help you. Um... But yeah, so baby wearing is big for us at the moment. Um, I probably wear him, I would say, like when it's just me and 
no other adults around, I'd wear him 70% of the time and then the other time I'm feeding him or he might be, you know, having a play on the floor. Um, what else is happening? Sleep for him is pretty much the same as it's always been at night. He's doing probably like two and a half hour stretches, sometimes three hours, which is nice. Um, and then sometimes, you know, he'll want food after an hour. <laughs> um, he's growing so quickly. It's, um, it's quite amazing. And I'm not, you know, trying to compare both of my kids, but he's a lot bigger than what Sonny was at the same age. So he's growing out of a lot of his clothes already. Like he's already in three zeros and he's almost in two zeros because he's just growing like a weed. Um, this week I felt for me, I just, I want to do so much, you know, like I want to work on my business and I want to create and I want to contribute to the postpartum world. And I'm also feeling really stuck because there's just not a lot of time <laughs> available in the day to kind of sit down and do work. Um, so that's something I'm kind of, I guess, grappling with at the moment, which might sound really stupid because I have a nine-week-old and obviously, you know, the priority should be just resting and, you know, looking after him and myself. But I just... I don't know, I think it's that like postpartum hormone stuff, brain changes, like I just want to do. <laughs> um, probably one of the reasons why I do the podcast. Um, but I'm looking at creating an, a little like oxytocin ebook um, because I did some stuff on my Instagram this week about baby brain and oxytocin and lots of people were interested in it. So I'm sort of trying to figure out how that might all come together. But yeah, I think I also need to remind myself that it's okay if I don't get that done, you know, it's okay if that takes another six months. Um, yeah, I just have lots of things like, there's a course that I want to create. Well, there's like three courses I want to create and this ebook and a few other things. And I think I just need to keep reminding myself that, you know, now might not be the time for that. <laughs> now is the deep season of early parenting, early motherhood. And it's okay if productivity in relation to work is it a zero because productivity in relation to growing a human and keeping them safe and healthy and alive is at a hundred and looking after myself too. Um, my back has been feeling so much better. I mentioned last week about the osteo that I've been seeing and, you know, before I was getting that treatment, I was taking Panadol and ibuprofen probably every four hours throughout the day and now I don't have to take anything and it's honestly such a relief because it just it's just one less thing to worry about and being in pain like that is just not fun at all for any of you who have been there um, you'll know that it just adds another layer of complexity onto things so I'm feeling really grateful this week that that's kind of not not a big issue for me. 
I am actually going to take Teddy to see this osteo as well. I know last week I spoke about he'd had some sessions with a different osteo and I didn't really feel like it had made much of a difference. Um, I'm going to take him to the osteo that I've been seeing um, because she's, um, you know, trained and qualified in, in baby osteo treatment. And I think, you know, I'm, you know, he's still having issues with his wind and his tummy pain. So I figure why not? Let's just let her have a look at him and, and see if there's anything that, you know, she might be able to help with. Cause it is still something that is, um, you know, probably an unenjoyable part of early parenthood just seeing this baby being in pain a lot of the time but it's definitely settled and it's not getting worse so that's sort of what I'm holding on to (laughs) that there is like light at the end of the tunnel um yeah I think I can't remember if it was last week or maybe in a previous episode I'd been talking a bit about um witching hour and um you know, how we were sort of coping with that. And that's kind of settled a little bit, touch wood, at the moment, which is nice. He's kind of asleep during those regular witching hour times. Um, And, yeah, I'm just trying to think what else I can update you with. Um, I think that's pretty much it. It's pretty much same old here. I'm feeling a bit weird that it's, He's nearly three months old, like in three weeks, I'm officially, you know, out of the fourth trimester and that just feels really strange. Um, but yeah, it's all, it's all nice. And I don't know, I'm just at the moment, like I'm really tired and obviously I'm sick, but I'm just really falling in love with this baby (laughs) and, you know, he's starting to smile and, starting to like have little conversations with his little babbles and it's just that time where you can really start to connect and yeah I'm just really kind of smitten with him he's just beautiful um oh I know what I wanted to talk about quickly I was on Instagram a couple of weeks ago talking about my postpartum wardrobe and how all of my feeding, like most of my wardrobe, I can't wear anymore because it's not breastfeeding friendly. And I was in a really shitty mood and I cleaned out heaps of stuff from my wardrobe and things that don't fit anymore. And I was finding that a lot of like feeding friendly t-shirts, especially in plus size, are so ugly. (laughs) And so unflattering and they just make me feel like shit. Um, so I threw a lot of it out. Um, I had some money that I got for my birthday a few months ago and I bought a few new things and I've like kind of created a couple of new outfits. Like I can chop and change things a bit and I'm pretty excited (laughs) about having some color in my wardrobe and, um, you know, things that I can feed in that make me feel good. I just, I feel like this is something no one really talks about. And I don't know if it's just not a thing, but it's definitely a thing for me. Um, so I bought some things from Little Party Dress. They're um, a brand that do a lot of plus size stuff. They do straight sizes too. 
um, but they have lots of colour and patterns and a lot of their stuff you can feed in because it's buttoned down. So I bought a few, I bought some pants from there that I can wear with like feeding singlets with just like a regular t-shirt over the top and um, a few different coloured cardies and things like that. So I don't know, I'm just feeling good about that. Um, but I guess my my tip is if you're looking in your wardrobe and thinking, I'll fit into that one day, just throw it out. <laughs> you deserve to have a wardrobe of clothes that fit you now and that you feel good in and yeah go go make it happen somehow all right I will leave you on that and we'll be back next week thanks for listening to today's episode please come over and say hi on Instagram. That's where I like to hang out. Uh, My handle is at postpartum underscore with underscore Steph, S-T-E-P-H. That's where I'll be sharing podcast episode updates too. Hope to chat to you soon.